take your pants for a walk day? I don't know. Uh, does that mean you're not wearing it. them? No, it just means like put some pants on and go outside and walk, but it's <laughs> the heat index here is 113. I'm not going to You can't do that. wear real pants. It's too hot. <laughs> it's, it's hot. <laughs> I am going to go for a walk after this, but I'm not wearing pants. I'm going to lay in the bed. That's not, I'm not doing either of those <laughs> things. Neither, no pants. No pants. No walk. No walk. You are um, just okay. We can't celebrate that day, clearly. Nope. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. How are you doing today? I'm I'm better. I've been in the bed all day. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this, my head does not like 113 heat index apparently. Oh, no. So that was, that was a really weird thing that I just laughed at you because of the way you said I'm better. I'm better. <laughs> I sound like an asshole, but I mean yeah. the fact that I knew the answer to that. So why do you even <laughs> ask? I don't know. How are you? I'll put you in a spot. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I am also fine. <laughs> I've been thinking too much, as you know, so it's like, whatever. This is a fun. Getting trying, to yeah. talk to you is probably the highlight of both of our days, if I'm honest. Aww. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe it's not the highlight for you because you already are yourself. It's a highlight for what? me. I get no. into doing our podcasts. It's, it's <laughs> oh, a this is a good start to things. This is, yeah. This is, <laughs> this is how it's going to go. Yeah. So, so what are our holidays? Holidays. Holidays, um, yes. So out of the list, which we'll post the link to the website so you can look at Too many things on that list. Uh, We chose Bagpipe Appreciation Day and National Scotch Day because they kind of go together. Yeah, and they make us think of our friend Emma. Yeah. And we did not pick the take her pants for a walk day. No, there's not. Because that's ridiculous. (laughs) It doesn't even make any sense. It makes no sense. It's too hot to wear pants and no one wants to go outside, so. I am going for a walk. I just won't wear pants. Well, you... You are the more adventurous. I have a dog, so I have to. And you have a dog. But then I, I have a dog, and then also I just like I'm. I am gonna. I'm just gonna walk. It's been that kind of day that I gotta walk, but I'm re- gonna be real sweaty, so that's okay. I'll just take a shower afterwards. There you go. Yeah. So neither of us really had any sugar bo- baker moments the past couple weeks. No. We missed y'all last week, but um. Oh, definitely. So my friend Jacob and I do a local radio show. Um, we try to do it once a week. It doesn't always happen uh, about movies. And so he had this idea for our icebreaker question a couple weeks ago uh, to if we could recast the cast of Designing Women for like a reboot, uh-huh. who would we cast? Yeah. And yeah. Um, which he also used as an opportunity to plug this podcast, which I really appreciated, which is very oh. sweet. So we thought in lieu of doing Sugar Baker Moments, we could share our opinions on this. Would you like mm-hmm. to go first? Oh, crap. Really? Well, yeah, do you want to share two, his first? And I've been talking. What? No, no, no. Share his, and then I'll okay. share mine, and then you share yours. Okay, so that? I wanted to share Jacob's because they're really good, and he uh, he yeah. went first um, on the radio show as well. So for uh, Julia, he wants Gina Davis. Oh, that's For good. Suzanne, he wants uh, Megan Mullally. Oh. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, for Charlene, Tina Fey. And oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. for Anthony, Michael K. Williams. 
Oh and shit! I didn't do an Anthony. Shit. I I did, but I oh wait, I did, I did, I did. Never mind. I remember. I did. Okay. Go ahead. And for Mary Jo, he did Thora Birch. And I thought oh. that was really good too. And so he also put in like That's writers and directors because he's very wow. detailed and knows he does lots that. of things. Yeah. He's very smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for writers, he put Tina Fey and Diablo Cody. Oh, okay. And director right. uh, Jane uh, Campion from The Piano, and she also did The Holy Smoke and Whoa. Bright Star. <laughs> he did, yeah, but like for design. I don't know. <laughs> Shit is gonna get pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like a little think piece of a sitcom. All right, cool, cool, yeah. Who did you pick? Okay, um, so for I think my picks are not really gonna make sense to anybody but me, potentially you, because we're married. But um, I went through and thought about the characters. Like, what are the big things that I think in encapsulate a character so like suzanne you gotta be able to do rants and you gotta be pretty damn feminist um for uh mary joe you have to be able to tell a story very well and be all the all these people are really loyal too um mm-hmm. but yeah the mary joe stories and just be like kind of sweet and hilarious um charlene also is going to tell stories but she's going to be kind of nuts in like a very endearing way and mm-hmm. also be very sweet and then Suzanne as we know is going to be like just great with the men full of confidence whatever <laughs> um and then I did yeah I did pick an Anthony okay good. uh I think because I think he would just be funny with this mix of people so and I went with all comedians and okay. I realized after the fact do I even have any I have one white person no I have one white woman <laughs> I realized after the fact because there is not nearly enough There's uh, really not. diversity no. you know in these things and um and I realized that like Julia and Suzanne are not necessarily the same race but who gives a fuck like it doesn't matter we won't we won't even explain that people can go ahead and think about whatever they want you no know? one should care it doesn't matter no one should care exactly so for Julia I picked um Margaret Cho so I think she can do a real good rant. Mm-hmm. Um, for uh, Mary Jo, I picked Kate McKinnon. Uh, yeah, I love her. I think okay. that. Is that what I picked for? Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, no she's Charlene. She's okay. Charlene. See, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Like, that's I not right. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's Charlene because she's so, especially in Ghostbusters, she's, you can see she's really sweet and just quirky and she, on all her characters on SNL have been really quirky, you know? I'm in love um, with her. Yeah, so she's Mary Jo and also you love her and you love Mary Jo, so that's a good mix. Uh, for Suzanne, I put Retta because, God, I love her oh, and like man. men. You know, right, I know, I know. I, I just. It. I just want to be her when I grow up. And then, um, oh, also speaking of want to be when I grow up, I put for, um, who am I? Who, wait, I keep getting my Charlene's and my Jerry, Mary Jo's. I don't confused. think you've done okay. Mary Jo yet. Okay, I have not. Wait, no, no, no. Yes, so I have not done Mary Jo because of, I, I know why, because she can tell a really good story. Um, Phoebe Robinson. <gasps> that's my Mary Jo because she can tell a really good story like her you want to listen the whole show. time <laughs> oh I see I didn't do writers because I'm not that smart no that's I didn't really do smart. it before I saw Jacobs and I was like oh I should probably add that yeah she would she would write the hell out of that show uh I've been loving her on so many white guys lately mm-hmm. she's so good um of course uh two dope queens she's really great yeah. so that's my main and then a random Anthony that I think would just be kind of the straight man to all these women would be Paul Rudd. Oh, <laughs> if you can get him to 
so do cute. it, you know? I just think he would just be so cute and like I and he and he's like been to prison and like everyone's gonna like take the shove and he's gonna be like, These people are crazy, you know. And he's a really good like straight man who's also like fun and goofy. So like that that is who I picked. Who did you pick? My picks uh for Julia mm-hmm. Viola Davis. Absolutely perfect. Oh, I wanna see her get angry. Yes. She's so good. Uh, I love her. And uh for Mary Jo Aubrey Plaza. Because uh, yes, she can do the sarcasm, sarcasm thing really well mm-hmm. on Parks and Rec, and then she's also yes. like really sweet too, just as yes. a human and on other things. Yes. Um, for Charlene, I did Tatiana Maslany. If y'all who can, can do whatever the fuck can, she wants. Yes, if, at I mean, all if you're not watching Orphan Black, watch Orphan Black. Um, she needs a minimum we'll of seven again. Emmys, and especially after <laughs> she's seeing up for her, one. Yeah, she's up for one. She needs seven. Um. <laughs> Because, like, she goes from playing, like, Sarah, who's a badass, to playing, like, especially with Crystal. Like, her range there, I feel like she would do a really good Charlene. Oh, man. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. For Suzanne, I did Carrie Washington. I love that. She's, she's, like, so, like, pretty, but there's depth to her as well. And I just feel like she could do that, you know, that on the surface being really concerned with, like, her looks and superficial things. Mm -hmm. But there's more underneath uh, okay, so my original Anthony. Your cast is particularly gorgeous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good they're point. Very, I think I've got everyone. Appealing. Um, yeah, my original yeah. Anthony, and I've actually changed this. Not that I would not like oh. to see this. My original Anthony was Idris Elba, because who doesn't want to look at Idris Ooh. Elba all day? <laughs> I feel like they would never yeah. get any work done, or at least I no. would. Um, yeah. But when I was thinking about it again, uh-huh. I kind of wanted to play with that a little bit with gender roles and cast oh. a female. Anthony. Yes. And I really like um Nicole De Silva. She's an Australian actress in Wentworth, which I'm currently obsessed with. Oh, and she actually plays crap, I don't know her. Like, a t- like she's she plays a very woman, a woman who's very tough on the outside and she okay. is top dog at one point in Wentworth in the prison, oh. but she's also oh, very and she's been to prison. And she's been to prison. She knows how to <laughs> so play an inmate. Um and yeah. but she's also very uh very vulnerable and super smart and there's so much more to her but when you're top dog you have to make a lot of decisions and do things to people that aren't necessarily very nice and so i think it would be really cool to see her play like not not frankie who's the character she plays per se but Mm -hmm. a character who has been in jail and is now on the outside and like dealing with that and also being like you know like hauling furniture and a delivery person for these women i think it'd be interesting to see like a woman in that role Oh yeah. Um, I, well, shit. I really like that. That's good. Smart. Thanks. Smart. And I echoed Jacob on my writing team. Well, I still Tina Fey. Basically, I want Tina yeah. Fey and Amy Poehler to write. Uh, please, please, and then, Amy Poehler in there like, as often as possible. Have um, on their writing team like Leslie Jones and Eileen yes. uh, Chaikin, who did the award, and then oh, yeah. people Whoa. like Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson yes. and Phoebe. I really wanted to have um, Abby and Alana, but I, like, I couldn't really figure out which roles I wanted them to have. I just right. kind of want them to be... What, what if they're both Bernice and mine? Oh, my <laughs> like, gosh. Like, we have two Bernices that just come in and say... I guess Alana would be very Bernice-y, but I could see Abby. Like, we, just, need, we, need a, we need the team. Bernice need becomes two team. people <laughs> who just come in and like, says shit and is sweet. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, all of them as much as possible writing. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, you know, like two dope queens on a TV show. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Just like your face. I'll get out of here. <laughs> um, all right. So how are we feeling about jumping to the episode? Let's, yeah. What okay. did we watch this week? 
So this week we watched season one, episode nine, the It Men, which originally I read as the IT Men because I, I watched. Same thing. Did you? Okay, because I'm like IT crowd. I'm like whatever. Um, this uh, first aired December eleventh, nineteen eighty six, and the TV Guide description reads. Charlene sets her sights on another man weeks after Mason leaves, but what she learns about him is a real eye-opener. Uh, who is that? Oh, Mrs. Boving is played by Brandis Kemp. Brandis, Brandis Kemp. Yeah. Okay. And, which I knew she looked familiar. And then um, it doesn't say, it doesn't have the name of the guy. Oh, played. Ed is played by Madison Mason. Oh, oh, yes, right. That's yeah. right. Because I remember when it showed up, I was like, Mason. Mason. Uh, what? what? <laughs> uh, so he was in a couple episodes of Key and Peele not too long ago. I don't know which <gasps> ones, but he was in a couple of skits. I wonder. He was, like, familiar. And I wonder if that's what it was. Maybe. I don't. And he's been on. He's like he's a character actor. He's been on CSI, Scandal, Criminal Minds, like, all those types of shows. And then Brandis Kemp. There was. I don't think there was a picture for her on IMDb, but mm-hmm. she was in The Wonder Years and Coach. Mm. And, um, her other favorite, the Golden Girls. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, she did yeah, a lot of yeah. Directing as well. Huh. Oh, can I point out something kind of funny? Yes. Um, on the little IMDb page for this episode, there's a little video of Tatiana Maslany showing off her accents. Aww. It's like an advertisement. I was like, did they know we we're just talking about her? We were just talking about her. <laughs> um. Okay. So, yeah, this episode. I miss Mason. I'm sad that. Me too. I don't know why he never comes back. The big, really the big Maybe cookie. They... We missed the big cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Julia's not a fan Julia of that. Julia so mad. Okay, let me just comment about everyone in this episode. Julia is a bitch in this episode. She, she is a bitch in this episode. She's real bitchy. Um, Suzanne is kind of funny and just whatever. And then Mary Jo is, like, just mad as a box of frogs. Like, she is out of her mind in this episode. Like, I, there's, when we get to it, I'll talk oof. about the restaurant scene, but it doesn't even take yeah. a whole Mai Tai. It's, it's wonderful. No, this whole episode, she's crazy. Even from the first get-go, she's talking about the dog. Oh, yeah. Like, she is insane. I love it. <laughs> okay, so we can go through the episode. Uh, so we begin with Suzanne searching through Charlene's desk, and she's uh-huh. trying to find her alimony check. Yeah. And she's upset because she needs her check, and she can't find it. And Julia's great talking about how she thought she'd be able to smell it out yep. like one of those pigs that smells the um, <laughs> expensive fungus. Is that what she calls it? Obviously, we know it's fungus. truffles. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the beginning of Julia just being, like, real. <laughs> just, like, she's reading the room. She, yeah. Talk- <laughs> this episode, she's. Buckle up. Yeah. Um, and then I think Mary Jo took some shrooms before she came to work. <laughs> Can I have a little shout out for everyone's giant ass fucking coats in this episode? <laughs> so they many have, large coats. I think they all could have worn one. one. Like, they had the biggest coats in the world. So the one that Charlene has on before the outfit, Um, my yes. mom had one kind of similar to that. I don't think it wasn't purple. It was blue. But, you know, like one of the big ones that goes like all the way to the floor. My yes. mom totally had a blue one of those when I was growing up. Yeah, not a damn thing is tailored. It <laughs> <No. laughs> is hilarious. There are no darts. Okay, so, um, so yeah, so talking about that. Yeah, Mary Jo comes in and yes. she tells a story, because why not, about yes. how she was driving to work and she looks to the car next to her and there's a dog in the window uh-huh. and it yeah. gives her a really strange look. <laughs> like he thought he recognized her. And then Suzanne... Without oh, really God. missing a beat, says that's happened to her before. Yeah, hilarious. I I've love never when had Suzanne that does happen. that. Yeah. Ever. No. 
I mean, no. Well, I've had dogs recognize me that know me, but oh well, yeah, but just <laughs> not like just like wait a dog, minute, like look like yeah. they know you. So funny. I don't even know what that would look like. Um, and then yeah, and Julia again it jumps on her. It's like, well, that may be actually true with you, yeah, or something that a dog would recognize. She's her. Just all over everybody this episode. Oh, man, maybe she has. Well, they PMS do talk about the episode. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. She's just. They're all mm. on the same cycle. Everybody is. Yeah. And, and Mary Jo just manifests as being fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That happens to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, um, okay. And then. Uh, Charlene comes in. Comes in with her outfit. Yeah. She's covered <laughs> up in the beginning, but she's really upset. Yes. And um, Mary Jo asks her, you know, don't you think you're being a little bit hard on yourself? Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. takes off the coat. And there's yeah. the outfit. Which it's, we have to slightly save because it's my favorite. Yeah. But so it's many shiny things. I can't yeah. believe that. Okay, we're going to talk about it later. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an impressive outfit that gets, of course, a comment from Julia. Yeah. When she says, what is, what is it? Oh, crap. What does Charlene say that she feels like? Um, I don't know what I she remember. actually said because the only thing I could think of was that episode of Golden Girls. Where Dorothy is dating the priest because, she, or she thinks she's dating the priest because she doesn't know he's a priest, and she says, "Please, I look like a solid gold, the mother of a solid gold dancer." Oh, <laughs> and that's what I thought about Charlie. Yep. So I don't know, actually know what she says. Yeah, but she does say that she's yeah. wearing it because Ed likes it. Yes, and thus begins this whole like uh, episode of guilt that like Mason's moved, mm-hmm. but they said that when he moved to Tokyo or Toledo, as oh, Suzanne yeah. says, um, that they're going to see other people. Yeah. But. She didn't really think she would meet anyone this fast. And she yeah. She didn't guilty. think she meets one that fast. And then she feels bad that she, <laughs> that he's over there by himself with like, you know, maybe lonely and stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> all 300 pounds of him with skinny people who eat fish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did make a note of what Julia says, because oh, Charlene says for some people this is conservative, and Julia says, oh, yes, well, yes. maybe for Tina Turner lying in state. Yes. Well, that's worth it, because we kind of mentioned to lying in state. Lying in state. I did PMS. hear that the two times I, I watched it. Wow, that means that means dead, right? Like, I'm not yeah. <laughs> I'm It means not your body well. is on display for the world to come okay. visit while you're Hey, that's... She didn't whew, have that's to That's a weird... It's a weird comment. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, Julia, someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So she's not liking the outfit. Yeah. And she's it's hilarious that there's this guy yeah. that likes it. And that's why she's that's wearing why she's, it. Yeah. Ed likes it. And then she, when they're talking about her feeling bad about dating and she mm-hmm. feels bad because Mason is her big cookie. And that's where yes. Julia says, don't oh, say she that. she hates when people say that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> say that. Mm-mm. And then she starts talking about chemistry. Charlene does. Yeah, it's chemistry. Yeah. I love the way she says that over yeah. and over. You can't, you can't deny it. You can't fight it and stuff. And, and also she talks about these <laughs> the men that she's attracted to. Yeah. That there's no rhyme or reason. That's um, a list. Elvis. Yep. Fidel Makes Castro. Sense. Not Fidel Fi- Castro. Fidel Castro. <laughs> she's so. It must be the hat. Mystery. I don't yes. know. And Carl oh, Sagan. Crazy. Now that I'll, I'll get behind. I can get behind. Well, <laughs> the- I don't know if he's like <laughs> sexy. Like he was, he wore a lot of turtlenecks. A lot of turtlenecks. He's know, smart. Like, yeah, he's got the brain. He's yeah. like charming and stuff. And, and like, the way yeah. he says cosmos makes Charlene hot. 
Makes and again, she pisses off Julia because she has another <laughs> face. I know you hate when people say what makes them hot. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea that like this has been a conversation before where somebody has said that phrase, which is an icky phrase, mm-hmm. and Julia's gotten mad. Julia's commented before. It. This is a problem. Oh, man. Oh this man. Well, it's the same. Like, I know that you don't like certain things. And so yes, yeah. that's like when we talk about like bodily functions or whatever. So, and I do it anyway. So, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, that's just, that's just the partnership of life. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently on podcasts crazy. too, because I was texting you today when they were talking on Bizarre States and there was a 15 minute <laughs> conversation about being <laughs> stomach sick. And I'm like, which is a long This time, is not though. creepy or scary. Their it's podcast really gross. isn't that long for it to be that. They that kind of just talking about life though. Yep. Sometime. Probably. Which is good because sometimes those stories are really creepy. And so, like, I almost want to break. Yeah. Or I get, I get spooked if I'm in the right situation when I listen to it. Uh, man, we're just talking about everyone's yeah, podcast. Everyone we got to link all these podcasts. Plugging all the podcasts. We're going to link them. You should listen to we, all of them. I mean, we listen to a lot. I listen to them yeah. a lot because right now my job is just sitting at a desk working with archives. Um, so I end up listening to them all day. And you also work in We're both librarians. So... Mm-hmm. What else do librarians do but just, like, listen to podcasts instead of desk, I guess. Um, how many do you have? Uh, 44 and counting, I think. That's amazing. I don't catch up on all of them. I'm, like, I'm not caught no. up on all of them, but I do listen no. to all of them. That's amazing. That's great. I need to, like, subscribe to way more just so that I can do, like you said, like, that helps, you know, uh, uh, support people, yeah. basically. Have more subscribers. Anyway, so. so Suzanne prefers older established types aka <laughs> rich old dudes yes and um let's see so after that charlene wrote to mason and told him and all of them uh-huh. were like freaking out that she did this i am so happy that i live in 2016 right where you don't have to write a letter you can send a text oh like i uh this this episode could not happen today because no one would be no. writing anyone in tokyo it'd be a text message in this movie yeah like at least long. like sending an email or something you yeah. know i don't know you might not text to tokyo but like <laughs> definitely like an email yeah would work. this and something... this is killing me because i'm i'm like i'm kind of waiting to hear back from someone too and i was like it put it in perspective i was like what if i had sent a letter can you imagine if you were <laughs> waiting on a letter response like it wouldn't even be oh, there now oh man You'd still be Although waiting a, for a your letter, letter may have gone over well you know that's the thing letter mm-hmm. like shows that you're really like mean something and i think that's you know good for mason and she didn't try to call him she wrote him a letter with her yeah. feelings and that's probably good for feelings you know yeah and then Julia, again, with her snarky comments, uh, passion yeah. that that's not a good idea, especially now that Mason is living in a country where women with tiny <laughs> feet will walk on your back for a nickel. Nickel. What in the world? <laughs> tiny <ladies>. feet. Jeez. <laughs> and so after she sent this letter and hasn't, you know, it may not be there yet. I don't know. Uh, she yeah, I mean, it's going to take a while to get to uh, Japan. Yeah. So she tries to call him. Yes. And it's 2 a.m. In, Ho- in Tokyo, but he's not yeah. at his hotel. And yeah. Suzanne comments that he probably committed Harry Carey. What does that mean? Uh, it's a, I think it's a ritualistic suicide. Oh, my God, um, it is. She yes, even right. know what that yeah. is. It's like, oh, yeah, like you it, you literally like cut your, your belly. It's yes, like, right. Yeah. Ugh. She probably doesn't even know what that means. Honestly, uh, she probably gets the reference because it, I feel like she would make that joke that was like, once he got the letter, he's going to kill himself. Okay. Is I'm, I'm still going off the Toledo thing. 
that she thought Toledo was Tokyo. So uh, she, no, I see that it's more like she doesn't give a fuck. You know, she's just like whatever. This doesn't actually actually affect me, so I don't care to remember the details. But I could see her making us a, a joke about him being upset. Uh, that's true. Yeah, it's actually a very clever joke, which she usually doesn't do. So it's it's a good thing. Yeah. And then Mary Jo tells her that she doesn't have to be mad just because she has PMS. <laughs> she has like I think rolled up floor plans or something. Yeah. And she like hits her on the head with it. Yeah. I made a gif of that. I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh good. That's good. That's good you did that. Um so that that's why basically she's like, I don't have PMS, I have cramps. 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 Um which... she doesn't believe in PMS. Which you know what? I have come across women who don't. How could you maybe some people I don't just understand. Don't like it. like when I say hormones, like if I'm like really like well, I kind of always want to jump someone's bones. But, you know, if I want, like, if I suddenly am, like, very, like, like thirsty or if, uh, like, I'm kind of sassy or whatever. Like, if I if I know it's hormones involved and I say hormones, I've met some people that are like, what does that even mean? I was like, what? You don't I, – I, you're lucky it's that you lucky don't feel any difference <laughs> around your – any kind of cycle. Yeah. But yeah. so there are people who do not believe in PMS. And I can totally see Suzanne who's like – not at all. I don't know her idea of women. I yeah. can see her being like, "This is just silly women," you know. They just make I mean? it up to commit murder. Yeah, it's an excuse to says. commit murder. Yeah. Whew. And then Charlene says that she heard about a woman who had PMS, or she looked at the grocery checkout line or something, uh-huh, and she uh-huh. read about a woman who had PMS and stabbed a man with her fingernail file in an elevator. <laughs> and then so Suzanne's like rifling her purse and Mary Joe's like what are you looking for she's like my finger my mail file or something <laughs> like that right oh it's so good I love that such a good joke and then Julia says she's just being mean she, yeah, she tells is. Suzanne that she does have PMS because she acts and looks different and water yeah. attention oh like my god in. this was horrible I the whole thing like people with smaller fuck. bones could like ha- could carry the water yeah but which is like already horrible that she's like you know we so yeah, Julia's skinny as fuck, whatever. Yeah. And 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 that's fine. Like no body shame on anybody. But then she's trying to be like like that, you know, some people just can't carry it the same way. And then she says, like, you cannot carry extra water. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that's so rude. What? Why are you being so rude? What's wrong? Everyone what? has PMS and being a bitch. Jeez. Yeah, that's what it is. They've all they've all synced up and they hate each other. Yep. Mm. And then uh so and then she also makes the case. Or, well, Mary Jo pipes in, and she's like, no, it's true. One day a month, I always look like Broderick Crawford. Mm-hmm. And I had to look him up. I, I don't know who that is either. Yeah. Uh, he's just, he's a, a like old Hollywood actor, I think. Who's okay. The, an old, It's probably the point that she looks like a man. Yeah. Is that what she's trying to be like? Yeah, right. like an older, puffier dude, basically. <laughs> old, puffy dude, And yeah. then Julia says, in Suzanne's case, it's Willard Scott, who is the <sighs> dude from the Today Show all those years ago. I have a picture of him for the show notes, too. I, I, know, I know the name, but I can't see his face. I had to yeah. look him up, too. I knew who he was, but I didn't know his face. But, I mean, yeah. again, same theme. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> old this, puppy In this dudes. episode, they mentioned, like, they just talk about, like, a lot of random old celebrities. Because when Ed comes by to pick Charlene up for lunch, yeah, she asks them to take a look at, like, take a look at him. And she's like, can you yeah. believe it? And yeah. they're like, what? <laughs> And he looks exactly like Jeremy Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> like she's so happy about it. 
Which we've also mentioned in this podcast before. Yeah, we've talked about it. So him not before. that random, I guess. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, but and I and again, that just adds to her list of people that she, it's like she's attracted to that seem kind of like what? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's, completely random. It's not really like a well-known crush for people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so Julia continues this ass um, with, mm-hmm. "Well, we can't thank you enough. This has been an incredible moment." Like him coming by to meet them. I guess she showed too much of her vulnerability in the last episode, and she's like <laughs> retaliating this Put one. Put my or armor something. back on. Oof, goodness. Uh, so then, next scene, we're actually not in Sugar Bakers, which is uh, unusual. They're doing um, redoing the house for a new client, yes. and yeah. Julie and Mary Jo are doing a consultation, mm-hmm. and they're in the bedroom because the wife wants to redo the drapes. That bedroom looks kind of creepy to me for some reason. I don't know what it is. I guess it's really stark feeling and the bed, it just looks like something out of The Exorcist or something like that. Like I did not. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to sleep in there. I wouldn't want to sleep in there. It's not good. No. No. But when they go in, Mary Jo sees on the uh, dresser. Yep. Picture of Jerry Lee Lewis himself. I mean, (laughs) oh, yes. Her reaction's so funny, though. Yeah, she just, like, freaks out, and she says, yeah. um, do let me guess, who would that be? A brother, father, cousin, or anyone else you could possibly conceive of? Yeah. <laughs> Someone that would be just completely platonic, and, yeah. which is kind of weird to have. They really should have had a picture of the two of them, but I guess it wouldn't lend that joke quite as easily. But who just has, like, a picture of their husband in and, the room with, yeah, with, like, that they share with their husband, and there's not <laughs> It's like a picture of them. It's so random. Yeah, it's like a classic thing sometimes where, like, if you, if um, husband and wife sleep in the same bed and they each have a nightstand, on like the the wife's side, sometimes she'll have a picture of her husband, and then on the husband's side, he'll have a picture of her wife. But his wife. Yep. My grandparents did it. Yeah, it's really cute. I really like, and she now that my grandma doesn't live um, in her house anymore, she has both of them like on her like bookshelf. But when oh. she had her house, like, she kept them that way, too, like, long after he died. It was really cute. Oh, that's adorable. But, like, okay, this... Okay, but this is just randomly on the other side of the dresser. And there's no mm-hmm. picture of her anywhere. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just loves her husband, I guess. I don't know. I, I guess. I don't know. They've been married 19 years. I don't know. Yeah. So, and then Mary Jo comments, he looks a lot like Jerry Lee Lewis, doesn't he? <laughs> funny bring it back bring that bring joke it back right on back does wait did the wife agree i don't remember um, that he does i don't think she's like i don't even know if she it. says anything oh maybe not maybe not maybe not but then that puts them in the position that they have to tell charlene yeah and break her heart and it's horrible because a he shouldn't have even been cheating on his wife no b he should be the one to tell her rather than her best friends having, having to, to tell her put in that position Ugh, it's yeah horrible. and of course they're miserable like they're positively miserable when we go back to sugar bakers because they're sitting on the couch oh, and they're still in their coats, crestfallen the coats. Their giant coats yeah and which like, adds to the crestfallen look it really they're does. just weighed down by these giant coats yeah and then they're you know trying to figure out you know how they're gonna break this to her yeah. And Suzanne comes in <laughs> saying she feels much better. She's just had lunch at the country club and has been told <laughs> by no less than 26 people that she no has less. never looked so lovely. Yes. And then in the middle of her little rant, she notices that they're like super sad and yeah. asks them what's up. And then they tell her and 
um, she's like, are they sure? Are you sure they're not divorced? And yeah. <laughs> Mary Jo says, nope, we saw their bed. California King. <laughs> California King. They're married. <laughs> Funny. Well, which maybe they need a giant bed because they don't like each other. And they want to maybe. sleep far away they from need, each other. Yeah, they need space. Because a king bed is big. Yeah. It's mm. quite large. And then yeah. Suzanne, of course, like, you know, she seems concerned for a minute. And then she points out that dating a married man is tacky. And she would never date a married man. And Julia says, well, you don't have to. You marry everyone. She marries every man she dates. Yeah. Which I would totally believe this happens. Right? Mm. Mm. So, uh, but then, okay. Yeah. Then Charlene comes in Mm -hmm. and they make her sit down. Yeah. Well, she first she brings in, she's got this like lingerie stuff. Oh, God. I can't believe I forgot that part. I have commentary on it. Um, oh, good. Yes. So she yeah, she comes in and she has mood changing underwear, which is not a thing. That's I hilarious. I googled it. That's not you can't get that. It's probably just that it gets like warm, you know, and like changes color, like those like shirts they used to have. I tried to find. I mean, maybe they were actually thinking that. No, no, I tried to find oh, something yeah, yeah. like that on Google. It's yeah, not, I couldn't find it. I bet they're not real, but I think it's probably like playing yeah. off of that idea of like you know the 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 shirts that change colors with the different temperatures. And yeah. Stuff. And then she has a, a voice-activated brawl, which is a thing. I will post a, uh, a YouTube video. It's a thing. I did find that. Wait, hold on. But what? It doesn't look at all like Charlene's. Um, well, yeah, hers is beautiful. What does the actual activation it's, include? I don't know. There's there's a review that I found. I didn't listen to it. I just found that it was a thing. And um, I don't know exactly like what you tell it to do. It doesn't, it's, yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what do, I'll like, post rotate? the video. You can watch it. I don't it. know. What in the world? Would I don't know. But do? it's a thing. I just, so, just want to hold my boobs. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. You don't really need it to do anything, but it looks oh, like a normal bra. It's not like a boosty like, or anything like that. It could like heat, heat up or like, <laughs> <laughs> or like vibrate or something or, or, or cool like, okay, down. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So Mary Jo asks Charlene if her morals are getting relaxed. <laughs> she's talking about this underwear. And, and she stuff, says she's yeah. actually not going to wear it. She ordered a yeah. lingerie party her friend Juanita threw months ago, and she didn't want to hurt oh, her man. feelings by not, um, like, getting anything. I mean, yeah, that's a step there. up from, like, a Tupperware party. I can't wait. Um, no, they still have those parties. No, and I'm saying. So it's basically it's, sex toys. Which yeah, I yeah, yeah. It's, it's more fun than a Tupperware party. That's what I'm oh. saying. <laughs> oh, sorry. It jumped. Up. Okay. No, it's okay. Got it. But I don't like this trend of where you go to parties and you have to buy stuff. Is that just me? Um, I think I that know. it's part of your personality to feel obligated to buy stuff. I think some people don't buy stuff. Yeah, it literally says where you feel obligated to buy things. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, and some people just don't. I don't. So what am I going to buy? I don't need anything. I tried to, like, trace the history of this. Uh-huh. It was it was a whole, like, rabbit hole in Google. Um, the Tupperware party started in the 50s. Mm-hmm, they evolved mm-hmm. now, as we said, to sex toys and, like, skincare. Avon started in 1886, but <gasps> I don't know. Yeah, I was really surprised about that. But I don't know... Like Avon when they doesn't have doing, like, parties, parties though, do they? they? I don't know. I've never been it's... to one. Maybe it's I bet they do because people like have to sell their shit, so they probably like have parties to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know exactly when mm. this thing started, but the Tupperware party started in the fifties. Okay. Um. Wow. But like for me, I'm like just have some people over and tell them, you know, like have a potluck, play some board games. Why you gotta buy stuff? I don't know. 
Well, anyway, it's because people want to sell shit. It's why I got to <laughs> buy stuff. Like, I like how you just say, just do something else. I'm like, it's not the social aspect. But <laughs> they try to make it about that. It is not. It's it like they highlight the social, like, come over and hang out and do this that. thing. Oh, and buy these things. Like, I don't. You're speaking specifically. <laughs> that is not always the, the case. Some people are trying to trick you. People be sneaky. That's not cool. There's some people trying to be sneaky. Yeah, it's all we all know what it is. Unless it's like a bachelorette party, that oh, yeah, happens a lot. Yeah, that's totally. Right. That makes sense because yeah. it's like, and then you can end up like giving money to the bride so she can yeah. buy stuff. That's what I've done before. Which I, I think love, that's a so. cool idea. Yeah. Um, but also, that's not even my commentary on this. this Sorry. Oh, no, okay. that was just a side rant. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, no, no. Love but it. like, I sense a lot of judgment in this yep. scene, and I don't like it. Like, I sense judgment from the feminists, and I don't like yep. it. A judgment about now, what are you feeling as being judged? Like Charlene's like dating this guy with the lingerie thing, like with Mary yeah. Jo saying, you know, are your morals relaxed? So what if she bought this to have sex with Ed? Like, so I mean, like you and Julia, especially, like y'all, y'all seem to kind of be giving her a little bit of crap about this, and 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 it's not even that her morals are relaxed because her and Mason said they're going to date other people. Yeah. I, you know, one thing I kind of caught from that, and I may not be right in this, but I would thought that she was trying to lead in to the fact that Charlene, Charlene is dating a married man. Yeah. And like, I don't know if maybe she's trying to figure out if Charlene actually knows that and doesn't care. Oh. And that's not, and that's not very much, that's not really like her, you know, that's not her, her normal, like, MO. So maybe she's yeah. trying to, like, figure out. That's what I got from it originally. And I think that's, that's probably reaching, you know, but I, I kind of got it as, like, that they're trying to figure out. Cause didn't, right before this, Suzanne is saying something about, you know, so we're talking about dating a married man. And then Suzanne's like, I never date a married man. Mm-hmm. And then they do, they stick up for Charlie and they're like, well, she wouldn't do that. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if that, directly them saying she wouldn't do that and then she comes in with lingerie and then they're like wait and then they're questioning like oh would she yeah do we i I kind of saw maybe that was a possibility but um but you're right that they're being just very judgmental and in general pretty needlessly yeah like whenever sex is brought up like julia gets really weird and i'm like yeah. But you're a raging feminist. Like, you should not care as long as it's consenting adults who is having sex with who when. And that's, like, but the one people, thing that she kind of gets weird about. I know. And that's annoying. And that it is true. That it seems like most people who uh, do kind of stand up and say, like, I'm a feminist, you'll find a thing that they're kind of weird about. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's just the nature of living in a patriarchy. That's, like, you know, like, we have to kind of <laughs> – it's, yeah. it's so unconscious that we aren't all completely – cool about everything all the time you know yeah i think it's a bigger statement about american culture too because like we're Mm -hmm. fine with you know people can get their heads chopped off and we can have these like torture porn movies basically where it's nothing but people getting limbs ripped off and like violently killed but heaven forbid a man and a man and a woman we're not even talking about queer sex a man and a woman have sex on screen like that's not okay no so and think, also these are like southern women as well yeah. and that's very much like a place where you're supposed to be like demure and puritanical and stuff right. and guess what people in the south have lots of sex they do they but they it is a place that a lot of places in the south they just teach abstinence they don't teach yeah. sex said so i think like that kind of stuff is in the culture and it's kind of coming through right now yeah you know which may or, which may have been how it was anyway you know like i mean it may have been regardless of the geographic location but as someone from the south i would think that that might have something to do with it 
Yeah, I think it's interesting that it like it shows up in this way too. Yeah, yeah, that it's a yeah. bigger commentary and it's being shown through these women because that's what the show does a lot. Yeah, these are people that are quite supportive of each other, but then you're seeing times like this where it's like uh, things are kind of getting in the way. Yeah, yeah, it may be. <laughs> yeah, no. So they start acting yeah. weird and super yeah. nice and trying to slowly work up to the subject is at hand and then mm-hmm. she charlene asks if, if someone in her family died yeah because yeah, they're being so nice and scaring her and then she's like am i getting fired yeah and then she thinks she's getting fired <laughs> yeah and oh, then mary man. joe goes into this long account about how sometimes things go our way and sometimes they don't and something mm-hmm. about a weed in a garden <laughs> Which Charlene asks she, like we said, this child has had all the drugs before this so episode, many drugs. and then continued them throughout it. She is yes. just all over the place. She just kept on going, and then Charlene yeah. asks her what her point is. Yeah, and then Julia no says, one knows. Yeah, and Julia says Ed's married, and Mary Jo says that's my point. Yeah, we could have just done that from the get go. Oh man, um, yeah, and, and Charlene's pretty. Uh, well, she's kind of in shock. Yeah. And, and they then, ask, you know, how do they know? Oh, well, they explain that they, that the client is his wife. Yeah. It's 19 years. Said. They're definitely, they're not divorced. They're definitely together. Mm-hmm. It's, she's redoing the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. And then Suzanne tries to help. And mm-hmm. she's like, the way I see it, you got three options. <laughs> One, it has to be punished. Yeah. Two, you can provide a detailed report to the wife. That's not a pretty <laughs> picture. And mm-hmm. three, he has ten days to rectify the situation, or those two sentences could run concurrently. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually good. Suzanne's on it this yeah, episode. She is. Yeah. And Charlene is realizes that spending time with Ed has made her is reminding her that Mason is really the one that she wants. Yeah, that's the whole I like I think she was gonna probably break up with him anyway. Yeah. Because of this. And she's saying that that she she realizes how much Mason cares for her and takes care of her and is thoughtful about her. Mm-hmm. And and she's saying that he's like, you know, her family, the way they treat her, except she's so sad. The difference is that her family's still talking to her. Yeah. And he's not although again, we don't know. We don't know. It's fucking Japan. Because like and it's a letter. We don't know if he's even gotten the letter. We don't know if he's written back. You know, it's kinda Oof, I'm glad I'm not in that time period. <laughs> it's scary. I want to send a text and get a response. No, no things. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go to the restaurant. This is the second time in one episode we're at a sugar baker's. Um, this they episode, got a bigger budget. Second yeah. Half of and the this season. episode aired in November, I think. So maybe they're trying to spend that year end budget money. Um, I know exactly when because I looked at it. It's December, December 18th. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. maybe they had the extra money. They got that bigger budget. Yeah. Yeah. Got to spend it. So this restaurant. There's a lot of pink. <laughs> Lots of pink. There's pink exactly menus. There's the, pink I, napkins. There's oh, pink yeah, tablecloths. Yeah, yeah. Pink drinks. like La Noire, I think is what it was called. Oh, yeah. I didn't she's, even catch the name. Machine's black? I'm, I couldn't. Yeah. I'm like, that seems like a weird. And also La Noire? Is, is pink the new black? I don't. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> that is good. I like it. <laughs> but they have pink drinks with pink umbrellas. There's so yeah, much that's pink. That's not a Mai Tai. That looks really weird. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it looks like a yeah. strawberry smoothie or something. Oof. Oof. Um, yeah. Mary Jo's a nervous wreck. 
She thinks the bus is going to ask bra her out. Long. This is horrible. And she's in bra long for a breakup. Yeah. Yeah, and she thinks that the, the bus boy is going to ask her out. Yep. She's and after the dude with the butt. The dude with the butt. He did hey, yeah, nice butt. He looks like Rob Lowe, like a baby face Rob Lowe. <gasps> He does not. How dare you? I think he's not as cute as Rob Lowe, but he looks like he's got the hair. You know, 80s Rob Lowe, the hair. I don't he's know. He's got the 80s Rob Lowe hair. Yeah, okay. I guess I could say that. He doesn't have the 80s Rob Lowe point. face. My gracious. Mm-hmm. Oof. So somehow they get, man. they get to talking Sorry. about how Charlene had a friend once who was in the Louvre looking at yes. all this art. And she th- she's going to yes. use that breath spray, I guess, to yep. flirt or something. And she maced herself. Well, it's because uh, Mary Jo's like, you're you're not taking this this way I'd expect. You're being very calm oh, yeah. and collected. Do, do you have, like, a knife in your purse or something like that? She's like, no, but I do have a mace gun, is what she calls it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is, I don't like that it's called a gun. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, and so that's where it comes from. Just to, right. It's just to get a little, a nice little ridiculous Charlene story and uh her big old that laugh that she does like when she's saying i thought it was a hoot uh-huh. you know she does that same kind of <laughs> reaction at the end oh which is so good yeah. um yeah and, and mary joe's not happy to be there no she's, and she's yeah. acting crazy she is and she keeps flirting with the waiter uh-huh. with the and she shouts across the restaurant bring me something with a coconut that you can set on fire that was what i was what? like this woman is just all over the place and she she just keeps throwing commentary and like ed's been married 19 years you should never keep drapes more than seven <laughs> if he brings up sex i'm out oh my god <laughs> which actually... i mean makes sense because she's really really nervous and she does not want to be there yeah she doesn't and it brings up like they actually have not had sex charlie yes. and ed which i think is interesting and well, it's only been three weeks. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just used to living in 2016 where everywhere we're surrounded by media where people are having sex two hours after they meet. Oh, So yeah, this is right. kind of refreshing and nice. Yeah. And plus she yeah. still doesn't know how she feels about him because she's missing Mason. So she doesn't, it's like she doesn't want to complicate it anymore mm-hmm. by throwing in the sex feels. And so yeah. I think that's... But, but see, it's sad because like he's, he does, that's why. What he says when he's saying, like, please believe me, this is my first affair, and it wasn't just about the sex, that's so awkward. Like, why does he say that, even if if they had slept together? But I don't like that it's kind of manipulative. That, And I guess what what his point is, like, it isn't just about, because most people think affairs are just about that, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. They don't realize that, like, the mentality behind it is actually the worst part. Yeah. You know? Um, And uh, how does Mary Jo leave? Oh, that's when she says she's out, right? Because yeah, yeah, they're talking yeah, about yeah. sex. Okay, right, right. Yeah. Sorry. She said it um, wasn't just about the sex and she's out. Right, um, right, right. But and he mentions that it's not she's the first person he's seen outside of marriage, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like what the fuck does it no. matter if you've been married for two months or twenty years? Like it's still yeah. infidelity. Yeah, and I think that kinda is the point when he realizes when he says it, he, I guess I'm kinda jumping to the end, but that he says he has to leave his wife because he's seen that he's not happy with her. Right. You know, like that, and I and the point is, he's kind of he kind of he's trying to woo Charlene into staying with him and stuff. I understand that, but really, mm-hmm. what he said is valid. That it's like I've seen that we're you know we're not happy together, and you and that's the whole point. Like you shouldn't have an affair, mm-hmm. but if you're thinking about having an affair, it probably means that you need to leave who you're with. Yes, yeah, you really need the to point. reevaluate your relationship. Yes. 
because uh, I've never known anyone to have an affair unless they're like in a poly relationship or an yeah. open relationship. It's understood. Who, in, which, in, which, in which case it's not considered an affair. Exactly. Who was happy in their relationship. It's usually there's underlying something else, you know, from, you know, my experience of mm-hmm. when people do cheat on people and stuff like that. So I'm glad that he kind of figured that out. But he's hoping that she's going to uh, – and he knows about Mason. Mm-hmm. That she told him when she sent Mason the letter – and oh yeah. crap, I kind of lost where he no, goes. <laughs> um, but at that point, the waiter comes back after they've had this conversation and asks yes. if she's made her decision in regard yes. to food, <laughs> and she says she right. thinks she has and get up some gets up and leaves the table. Yeah, and she's oh, and she's also mad that she was going to tell him that she's going to break his heart and say like, yeah. "I'm I love Mason and I'm not going to be with you anymore." And then he kind of turned it around and stuff, and that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. Hmm. And so we're finally back at Sugar Bakers. Yep. Again, Mary Jo being crazy, she actually oh, flagged down the mail she truck. She flagged down the mail truck because she knew the letter was coming today. Yeah, and she got Mason's letter, and yes. Charlene reads it, and he still loves her, and he understands chemistry. Because <laughs> had... at first she's kind of, like, giggly, like, oh, uh-huh. he still loves me, he understands chemistry, and then? And then he uh, had chemistry with a stewardess. On the mm-hmm. flight to Tokyo, and she gets mm-hmm. furious. Oh, she hates it. And Suzanne says she doesn't blame her for being mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. And I love the comment when she's saying like she's tired of being everyone's patsy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That she's like she's gonna call him. She's gonna ring him out and everything. Oh, can I have a comment real quick? When she was trying to call Mason earlier mm-hmm. and she said Arigato, but she said like very like Southern, you know? Yeah. Um, she actually bows. She does. <laughs> when she's, when she's trying to say like Arigato, she's like bowing. <laughs> the phone is so funny. Okay. So she's trying to call him again. Yeah. And she's and, like, commenting tell him about himself. Yeah. From now on, let somebody else take it between the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, from now on, no more being Mr. Nice Guy. And mm-hmm. then Mason gets on the phone. Of course. And she gets all soft and... Oh, yeah. It instantly completely changes her physicality and everything and yeah. and calls him her big cookie. Well, she's like, Mason! She's like mad at first. And she's like, yeah. is that you? And then, like, you know, and she says it's one o'clock in the morning there. And then they're just talking to each other and she calls him his, her big cookie and everyone's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. And Mary <laughs> Jo's last line is, oh, she's killing him. Yes! <laughs> and that takes out the episode. Oh, man. Which is weird because we know they're going to break up. So what was the point in prolonging this? It could have been over now, but I guess it's sweeter this way I guess than so. if they had just like broken up. But it's kind of weird that it's it was an opportunity for it to be over because it will be. Yeah. Uh, and he's not even there, so like, what's the point? Kind of, but I don't know. Maybe it's character development for everybody yeah. involved. Yeah, I see that. Could be. So, did you have a favorite outfit? I did. Um, as much as I loved uh, Charlene's um, outfit. Yes. You're going to talk about that one. So I'm going to bring <laughs> yeah. up uh, Mary Jo's Carolina blue dress at the end. <gasps> that was my second choice. It's so, like, it's, it's I just, love it. it's shapeless and yes. it looks like it's velvet. Like it looks like, it yes. may not be, but it looks like it is. It looks like that her. spandex velvet too. Yeah. Like you I know? just want to pet her and see what it feels like. Yeah. And just her yeah. red hair piled on top of her head and it goes all yeah. the way to the floor and it just yeah. I don't know. It was She's wore that adorable. shape a couple of times or at least once one other time. And it's yeah. just like it's it looks so comfortable mm-hmm. and it's cold out, so she needs that thick spandexy velvet and Yeah. Yeah. 
And I almost yeah. chose her, the one that she's in in the first scene. It's like some mm-hmm. weird lace turtleneck. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah I thought yeah. that was interesting, too. It looked like she walked out of, like, 1885 or something. Yeah. I almost chose that one, but I like the blue better. Which reminds me of the one, the time where she had the little collar that's, like, lace, you yep. know? It's like, are you a, a pilgrim? What's happening? Pil- yeah. Um, pilgrim Mary Yeah. Jane. Oh, she's so, so good with her stuff. But what you can we really wear that hear today is your favorite outfit. Uh, my favorite outfit is also... Uh, Wait, Charlene's man's named Ed, right? I just had a minute yeah. where I was like, what's his name? Um, it's a long day. Uh, it's also his favorite outfit, which is her ridiculous, spangly, whatever. Okay, let's go like bit by bit. Or just two pieces. I don't really care about everything else. Um, that skirt. That skirt, though. I am sexually attracted to Charlene. <laughs> so, like, it's good for me to point out that, like, Oh, that skirt. Like, and she could wear that skirt today. Like, whatever. It's fine. It's a, it's like a pencil skirt that's le- black leather, which I would, I would obviously wear faux leather if I was going to wear it. But yeah, love it. It's gorgeous. It's perfect. The sweater, guess what? Or a sweatery sweatshirt or whatever it is. It actually isn't that bad. It does have a shit ton of like almost like buckles. It's just real, you yeah, know? It's, it's almost like those, like, it's almost like what you'd wear with a, a bolo tie. You know, yeah. like it's a lot of threads and like ribbony kind of things. It's all, but it's all kind of silvery goldy. It's not like, you know, all over the place. So it's still almost classy because it's like just black and we've got all the pieces. And, um, uh, yeah, if you took a few of those off, wouldn't be that bad. But then also when she walks, her bosoms shake the stuff on top. And I'm, pro- I'm like, that's probably why her boyfriend liked that. Like, if she's going to have him covered up, at least it's, like, it's kind of exciting. It's like, oh, all these ribbons are on your bosoms, you know? It's, like, <laughs> it's kind of cute in that way. That's why I liked it. Um, yeah, and I actually also liked uh, her last uh, dress that has these big pockets on her hips that uh-huh. actually changes, changes the shape of her body because the pockets stick out. Uh, and it's hilarious. And then everyone's giant coats. All the giant coats. It's fantastic. Yeah. Is that it? I think that's it. Oh man, all that's right. Episode. Yeah. Okay, yep, yeah, that was uh episode nine, season one. The it men. Yeah. Why does it mean what does that even mean, the it men? I don't know. The fact that she has two men and they're it? I, yeah. Like for her? I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's probably what it is. Maybe. I'll look up <laughs> some eighties slang. I don't know. Yeah. Some eighties slang. The it girl or something? Yeah, I was about to say Clara Bow, like it girl, you know, like they've just got that something. I guess that's kind of what this is referring to, that they are these dudes that Charlene just likes and other people will be like, I don't see it. And they just have something for her, just like Carl Sagan. There you go. I think you just. Fidel Castro. Yeah, I guess I figured it out. You're so smart. No, come on. Oh, gosh. I guess we'll plug, you know, we're Sugar Baker Girls everywhere. Oh, Let's yeah. say all the places we are. Uh, okay, I've written down. Here we go. Yes. Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. Um, We still have that Ello. There's really not up much on there. And we have the Periscope thing, but we probably oh. won't really be using that until you come here. here. Yes. Yeah. Yes, which we will be doing that, oh, like mid-August. I guess yeah. I don't know the dates, but 
Sometimes look out for those. That'll be fun. Um, yes. And if you have any, you know, questions, comments, concerns, or just want to talk to us, we are at uh, sugarbakergirls at gmail.com. Send us your own cast. Oh, please. Yeah. I would love to hear other people's ideas. Share it and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Wait, we're about to talk to them later. Fuck. Sorry. I feel like <laughs> this is a real phone call with our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> And on that you know, note, okay. bye guys. It was hard for me to not just recast basically Parks and Rec. Yeah, right? Once I decided that Retta was going to be Suzanne.